Hello there. Welcome to another episode of Old Head. My name is Steven, and I am your ringmaster, your captain, your troop leader, as we wander aimlessly again into another rock and or metal-related topic. Before we begin, I just want to remind everyone to please go and follow and interact on all of my other internet endeavors, uh, i.e. Instagram, where you can find me at oldhead.tx, and then over on my YouTube page, if you're listening to this as a podcast, of course, um, which you can find just by searching Old Head Podcast. Um, I should show up there. And you can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, and I, I think that's it. Whichever one of those is your social media platform of choice. Or or maybe you're one of those people that's, you know, I, I don't do social media. I believe it is warping the brains of our youth today. And hey, that's fine too. Keep fighting the good fight. Anyway, so let's jump in to today's topic. Today, we're going to talk about Posers. Fucking posers, man. The idea of the poser, to me, feels more than anywhere else very connected to rock music and especially metal. Now, I'm not entirely sure if maybe there's a version of this that exists in the world of hip-hop. I listen to some hip-hop. I know quite a lot about old school hip hop, but these days, I I don't know. I'm a little bit disconnected. Are there posers in the world of hip hop? I'm I'm pretty damn sure there aren't in the world of country. I mean, what, what the fuck would that be all about? You know, you don't even own a horse, do you? I bet you don't even know how to ride a horse. Anyway, um, (laughs) sorry. (laughs) Um, so I don't think they exist there. And, you know, there's not jazz posers. Well, that's not true. Anyone who listens to jazz is a poser. But, you know, but it feels like it's a big metal deal. And it was especially a big deal back when I was a youth. Um, especially back when I was in 8th, ninth, 10th grade. What is that? 14, 15, 16 years old. Um, it was a big deal to not be a poser. And for me, the idea of the quote-unquote poser came about around 1991-92, for me anyway. Um, This is when Metallica had brought out the Black Album and had broken big, and Nirvana had come out and also broken really big. And all of this music that was previously kind of frowned upon by the norms was becoming popular. And so what I was experiencing is all of a sudden the football player who wanted to kick my ass for listening to metal was now listening to metal and still wanted to kick my ass anyway. And sure, yeah, I I mean, sometimes a lot of people just weren't exposed to music and then this, this big ordeal that was happening with rock and metal around that time... Uh, exposed a lot of people who previously just didn't know the shit existed, and so I'm all I'm on board for people changing their minds and experiencing and getting into new music. I don't give a shit, but 
when you are a person who feels like you're an outsider and kind of a freak because of the shit that you listen to, and then all of a sudden that shit becomes the music that the jocks and the cheerleaders are listening to, it's it, it rubs you the wrong way, especially for somebody like me. Ever since I first got into heavy music, it has been a very personal thing for me, a very emotion-connected ordeal when, when I get into music. And that hasn't changed from 14 years old to 41 years old. Eh, you see what I did there? Anyway, and not only was it an emotional and personal thing for me, but back then, so we're talking, you know, like I said, 1992, whatever. Uh, back then, you had to work a little bit to really get into a band. I mean, sure, yeah, you had MTV to introduce you to a band sometimes. You know, when it, you know, they had Headbangers Ball, and then, you know, a lot of heavier bands started getting played more regularly. And so, sure, maybe you would hear a song or two from that band. But then you still had to take your happy ass over to wherever the nearest record store was and fork over your hard-earned money to buy whatever album it was that you chose. But if you're talking about more extreme metal stuff or, or how it was working before it became a big deal, sometimes the way that you found out about bands was maybe through a, a metal magazine, maybe you would read a little article or a blurb about something, or, like it occurred most of the time with me and a lot of my friends, you would have an album that you loved, you would go to the liner notes and the thank yous and whatnot, and you would just look at band names. Like, what are these bands that they're listing? Or sometimes, like, especially on death metal albums, you'd turn it over and there'd be that picture of the dudes with their hair and their faces standing on a cliff with their arms crossed. And you could almost see a logo for some death metal or thrash metal or whatever band that you hadn't heard of before. And if you can decipher what that t-shirt meant and then go to the store and look for that name, then... You may just find your new favorite band, but you don't know unless you go out and fucking do it. And on top of that, most of the time, you were going to the store with 20, 25 names written down. And you would look through the store, maybe you found five of these bands. And maybe that particular record store had the option of, of allowing you to listen to a CD or something so you could check it out first. But sometimes that wasn't an option. You just had to choose. And most of the time, especially for me, you only had money for one album. You were spending your last $10, $12 on some band and you don't know anything about them. Or maybe you've heard one song. Will it be any good? Will it be a total waste of your money? Will it be something that blows your mind? Will it be something that you just think is okay and it goes into your CD collection and you rarely ever listen to it? Who the fuck knows? But you had to take that chance. Today, if you've got $10, you pay once a month for your Apple Music or your Spotify and you get everything that's out there. Well, you know, I, I, there are some things that aren't, but most of the time, most of what you're wanting to look for or sample is there. Just 
Or, you know what? Sometimes you don't even fucking need an Apple Music subscription. You just need an internet connection to illegally download whatever it is that you want to sample 10 or 15 seconds of and then delete it. But that wasn't the case back in the day. It was an ordeal that sometimes really paid off. And you felt really fucking special when you somehow found this band that maybe the only way you'd heard of it was from the liner notes of one album. And it's really fucking good. You couldn't wait to tell your friends about the band that you discovered. And then if they're really into it too, it feels even fucking better. And so when all of this shit becomes a thing that's taken for granted by other people who don't put in the work, and you're pretty goddamn sure that the only reason Mr. Football Player is listening to Nirvana is because all of his friends are, and he wouldn't be listening to anything that sounded like that. Otherwise, it gets stuck in your fucking craw, and you just want to walk up to them and say, you fucking poser. But that was then. This is now. Does the idea of the poser even fucking matter anymore today? So I, I tried to look up the term poser and see what came up on the internet. And first off, the Urban Dictionary says, someone who tries to fit into a profile they aren't. Apparently, Urban Dictionary curated by a 12-year-old. But I, I don't know what that necessarily means, fitting into a profile that you're not. I think if you want to fit into a profile, doesn't that make you part of the profile? It's a difference between going with the flow and finding something you love and wanting to be a part of it. It's like if you if you weren't into punk rock back in the '80s or whatever, and then all of a sudden you started putting, you know, safety pins in your clothes and and wearing a mohawk, I guess that would be considered a poser. But if you truly fall in love with the music, is that being a poser? I mean, I wasn't always into metal. So am I also a poser? Because once I got into metal, I wanted to grow my hair long. I wanted to wear you know, jean vests and, and, and metal t-shirts. And I didn't previously. So urban dictionary, that definition is inadequate. That definition is a poser because clearly the football player can change his mind. He's still an asshole, but he can change his mind and that's perfectly fine. Being a poser has nothing to do with discovering something new, people evolve. Or at least they should, hopefully. Anyway, so the idea of the poser, yeah, my brain started turning. Like, what? what is something today that ticks me off in the same way that I got ticked off at Mr. Football Player back in 1992? And the closest thing that I can come to is... Something that I, I think I, I talked about on, on an older podcast last year, and it's the idea of the metal quote-unquote expert that is really just regurgitating what has become a mass opinion, even if it's wrong. Um, a good example is you will see 
everywhere on the internet. Somebody posts something about Metallica and people like to make this claim that all the best Metallica songs were written by Dave Mustaine, which is really fucking funny. And there's that great meme, and sure, I, I get that it's supposed to be funny, but it's the cover of Kill 'Em All, and instead of Metallica, it says Mustaine, and instead of Kill 'Em All, it says Wrote 'Em All. But to be fair, if you're being honest, it should say Mustaine co-wrote four of them. And that doesn't make writing a whole album, in my opinion. And being in a band, I know how songs get written. Sometimes, yes, it is one dude doing every single part. But in the case of what was going on at the time with that music, I guarantee you it wasn't all just one fucking person. But that doesn't even matter. Because it's not the fact that they're getting this information wrong. It's the fact that it's become a thing where if you're supposed to have some sort of quote-unquote metal cred, you're supposed to only like old shit. Or you're supposed to hate these particular things when really all of this shit is coming from people who probably just got into metal six months ago. They read some Wikipedia articles or some blogs and they're like, oh, I'm supposed to think that Slayer is the best thing in the world and Metallica hasn't made anything good since Cliff died. And the only good metal out there today is atmospheric black metal and brutal slam death grindcore with pig squeals. Now, if you're really into that shit, more power to you. But I, I think the point I'm getting at is a poser is still somebody blindly following some sort of trend, which can work in reverse as well. You, We've seen it many times. Uh, I, I even saw it when I was younger, where a certain band or a type of music would become popular and people would immediately turn away because of that fact. And that's that's equally a trend. You're either following the trend one way or the other way. And at the end of the day, who gives a fuck? I don't care if you only like the early stuff. You don't need to tell me that. I'll figure my shit out on my own, thanks. Your opinion is unwanted and unnecessary. You either like something or you don't. But going out of your way to paint yourself as someone who has better taste in music or whose opinion matters more just because you're towing some cool metal dude line, that's being a fucking poser. Now, maybe some of you out there are asking, does any of this really matter? Yes, it fucking matters. If you ask that question, then you are just not that into music. And that's okay. But you know, if I was the kind of person who listened to quote-unquote, a little bit of everything, I wouldn't be doing this fucking podcast. I am extremely passionate about the music I love because of how it makes me feel, which is also why I hate some music with an equal passion, but guess what? I'm not an asshole. Although some might disagree, but I feel like I know when my opinion is unnecessary. Now, in the grand scheme of things... I just want everyone to enjoy the music I enjoy. And I want you to support the music I enjoy. That's why I'm doing this. I want you to go out and buy the vinyl or buy a fucking CD. Go to the show. Buy the merch. Keep the fucking music alive. 
If you are an active part of keeping it going, then you are never a poser in my book. And so maybe that's what being a poser is today. Someone who claims to love some band or some music, but they're not willing to fork over their last $10 to support it. If that's you, fuck off. You're not wanted here, you fucking poser. But for the rest of you, thank you for continuing to keep rock and metal alive. It's a lot harder today than it was back when I was 14 years old. Because there's, there's not money flying everywhere in the world of rock and roll. So if you love a band and you want them to be able to tour and come by your hometown, maybe you should go to their website and order a t-shirt, order a CD, or vinyl, whatever they fucking got. Because all of that shit these days really fucking counts. And to the football players from my high school days, I hope you found some enjoyment in the world of heavy metal. And maybe you became a fan. Hopefully. Hopefully you're still enjoying the music to this day. And hopefully you're not still bullying people in your 40s. Because that's just fucking sad. But hey, as they say, it takes all kinds. And maybe, maybe we needed people like that. Maybe we needed people who took our music for granted so that we could truly see what it actually meant to us and still means to a lot of us. If you're listening to this podcast, I'd like to think that you are one of my kind, one of the freaks, one of the losers, one of the headbangers. I guess things didn't turn out so bad for us. Look, we made it out the other end with our integrity intact. What more could you ask for? So, that's all I got for this episode of Old Head. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for being a part of this and for allowing me to continue to do the thing that I love almost as much as listening to music, and that is talking about it. So, until next time, this is your old pal Steven reminding you to stay true to your music and don't be a fucking poser. Yeah.